EO Fire 1128. I believe in you. I believe that whatever you are struggling with right now is something that you can overcome with the right help. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Join me on our upcoming live podcast workshop, where I'll teach you how to create, grow, and monetize your podcast, answer any questions you have, and give you a special gift. Visit podcastersparadise.com to claim your spot today. Ignite. Funding Circle loans are designed exclusively for fast-moving businesses like yours. Visit fundingcircle.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE for $250 off your first loan origination fee. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet with your team whenever, wherever. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try a Free button today. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. Light that spark, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up. To bring you our featured guest today, Kendra Prospero. Kendra, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, I am. (laughs) Kendra is the CEO and founder of Turning the Corner, a recruiting and career coaching business that wants everyone to love their jobs. She successfully built this company through three pregnancies with no outside financial help, has a staff of nine people and works part time. Kendra, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse in your personal life. All right. Well, So to believe it or not, I've actually been in this business since, well, I would say almost since I was um, a kid in a way. So when I was a kid, I was more interested in what my parents' friends did for a living than pretty much anything else, (laughs) to the point where I was sort of shooed out of the door by my parents, like, just get out of here and go do normal kid things. (laughs) And so... um, So I have this just natural knack for understanding what people do and their strengths. So of course, because of this innate gift I have, I pursued a degree in computer information systems. (laughs) Makes perfect sense, right? Right. Um, So no, actually, I went to school and I pursued something completely outside my realm. Um, Didn't realize I really even had this gift. And so I graduated in the middle of the dot-com boom, um, Y2K boom. I had 13 offers from companies. I mean, it was the, the choice was, was mine, and I ended up going with IBM. And so I went and worked for IBM for a number of years, 12 years, as basically a software engineer. You know, worked my way around the company for sure. But um, one, one of the things that I definitely was acutely aware of was two things, really. One is that I, I didn't really like my job. And the second thing was that I, what I loved doing was mentoring our new employees that came in. So finally, after years and years of this, a good friend and colleague sat me down and said, girlfriend, you got to do this for a living. No more of this software engineering thing. So I kind of ignored her. And what I would hear, because I'd heard this feedback before, but what I would hear is, you ought to be a recruiter. And I was like, recruiters? Mm, I don't know about that. So Anyway, at one point, I actually ended up hiring a recruiter to help me fill a job for a department I was running. And it was a horrible experience, John. I, I was just shocked that how they just sort of threw people at me. They didn't take any time to really understand my needs and what I needed in the organization from, you know, personality, a skill set perspective. And I think this is when I really perked up and realized that I have a gift for seeing people's strengths and helping them turn that into a job. So fast forward a few years and I got pregnant and had a baby and decided I was going to be a stay-at-home mom. 
And about nine months into that, I uh, went crazy because <laughs> I need <laughs> I need to work, and I like working. And so I luckily got a call back from IBM and went back part time at seventeen hours a week. And just doing something completely different. I was actually building a leadership development program and um, realized that I was kicking butt at my 17 hours a week and putting in an amazing effort that was resulting in about the same output as what I was getting when I was a full-time employee. So anyway, all of this kind of came together where in 2011, I decided to open up my business, Turning the Corner, to transform the recruiting industry to help people love their jobs. And so now over the years, it's become um, more of a career counseling, you know, we help with resume writing, we help with helping people figure out, you know, what it is that they're totally destined for. And we also work with companies now to fill that gap that I saw missing in the recruiting business. And it's been fabulous. We have grown very rapidly. We've had double digit growth in both both revenue as well as staff since then. And uh, it's just very exciting time. Fire Nation, you can turn this interview off right now and you've already taken away so many value bombs. I mean, how many of us have gone away from what we were just meant to be? I mean, it was so obvious as a kid what Kendra was meant to be, and she walked away from it. You know, she, she left, you know, that, that dream, that just that natural gift that she had. How many of us have done that? Go back to that. I mean, it's there for you. And number two, keep your eyes open. I mean, keep your eyes and your ears open. Every day you're experiencing things in life. And like Kendra, when she said, this is a horrible experience. I can't believe that, you know, this recruiter is doing such a bad job. That's a huge opportunity. Like Gandhi says, be that change you wish to see in the world. Now, Kendra, Fire Nation, we are entrepreneurs. We are looking to build viable businesses ourselves. So break it down for us. How specifically do you make revenue today? So we make revenue in basically two areas. We work with job seekers who are stuck in their job search. So we have a very simple formula that we listen for when we're talking to job seekers. And you give me five minutes of your time and I can tell you exactly what's not working in your job search. And then we have solutions to help the job search so so that it's accelerated. We also then work with companies to really transform the way they're treating their employees and the way that they think about work. And this is where we make most of our revenue. And so, you know, there's been a lot of statistics that have come out in the last really two years. And matter of fact, I think, John, 20 million people have been individually surveyed. And get this statistic. You've probably heard this, but 75% of people, so one out of four, are self-reporting that they hate their job. Wow, that's a strong word. Yes. And it's, that's their own word. That is not Kendra's word. <laughs> and so, I mean, they are self-reporting that they hate their job. And what that really broils down to as an entrepreneur and as a business owner is that, you know, you've got a full chunk of people who are not engaged in their work. And the reason, and the reason that they're not engaged comes down to that they're not happy in their job, right? And so, when you're not happy in your job, you're just not going to give it your all. You're not going to be excited about looking for errors. You're not going to be pumped up about, you know, trying to figure out how to reduce costs, right? But when you've got somebody who's wired for the job and they're fired up for it, they are on the lookout for those things. And so that's what you want. And what makes that employee that way is this. It's a simple formula. They need to be doing what they are wired to do. And now too often we look at people's skills, you know, like I was a software engineer, I knew COBOL, whoop de doo right? Um, that was my skill. And so I got put into a job doing that skill. 
But that's not how I'm hardwired. I'm hardwired to do this, to inspire, to lead, to help, to help change the way people think about work. That is my why. That is my cause. And so now I am doing what I am truly got strengths in, which wasn't really highly detailed work like programming. So the second thing that makes people then fired up for the work that they do is that then the job, the job itself is actually meeting their values. So now, John, because of the work that we do as career counselors, which by the way, we've worked with over a thousand people in that capacity. One of the questions we ask every job seeker we work with is, what do you need out of a job? And here's the crazy thing. You'd think you'd get just this whole huge variety of answers. But we hear the same 20 things over and over. Now, you, John, you have your own probably four to six things that you need. Yeah. I have my own four to six. But it comes from this sort of deck of cards of the 20 that we hear over and over. So when you as an employer can then also provide people with who are not doing what they're naturally wired to do and they are now getting what they need out of the job, you know, it might be flexibility. It might be, um, you know, believing in the mission of the company. It might be, you know, knowing that you're making a difference. It might be working alone, working with people. You know, everybody has their own thing. But if you can provide that to your employees and they're doing what they are meant to do, then you are going to get to about 90% engagement. But that remaining 10%, that remaining 10% are deal breakers. And those are the things that will ultimately always make people leave a job. Can you guess what some of the deal breakers are? Not being able to share their thoughts and ideas. You know, that's more like that values. A deal breaker is like they're not making enough money to make ends meet, or they've got a really long commute and they actually hate driving, or they need to, you know, have a little bit more of that flexibility to be home for their kids or for their elderly parents or whatever it might be. Those are going to be the things that, you know, no, no matter how great the job is, if people are loving the work, they're getting what they need. If those deal breakers are there, they're going to leave that job or they're not going to be fired up. So we come in and help companies really work on those three things. How do you make sure you've got the right people in the right seat on the bus, to quote Jim Collins, right? from good to great. Yes. Um, how do you make sure that you are, you are managing them in, the, in such a way that you're able to give them most of what they need? And it's not hard to give them what they need for the most part. And then finally, uh, making sure that when you're interviewing them and when you're vetting them out, you are also you know, really careful about understanding what their deal breakers are. And when you do that, you have a fired up workforce. Now, there's more to it than that, but that's basically it in a nutshell. Wow. I mean, Fire Nation, this is just, you know, mind blowing information right here. I mean, you need to step back and ask yourself, like, what are you hardwired to do? Like, look at the core. It might take a little exploring as you might have buried it a long time ago, but you won't truly thrive until you follow that hardwire that's within you. It's just, it's just reality. I mean, it took me 32 years. Some people it takes 50, some people it takes 10. I mean, it's just different, but Give yourself that opportunity. Now, Kendra, you're obviously passionate about what you do and you're just excited about it. You can hear it in your voice, but I want you to tell us a story now. That story is going to be what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment. So take us to that moment in time and tell us that story. I take deep breaths because it actually <laughs> is like a form of almost post-traumatic stress. I and I don't, mean, I don't mean to neglect people who truly have that or, or I mean, not neglect, negate people who are truly going through that. But my worst experience still will make me wake up in the middle of the night in the cold sweat. <laughs> um, so what happened is after I opened up Turning the Corner, I quickly, I was on the quest to sort of understand how I was making money and what was repeatable. 
And so I figured once I had that formula down of, you know, I can, I can repeat this success and it's something I understand, then it was time to really start thinking about growing. And I, I discovered that in 2012. So just a little over a year after I had opened up. So I had great revenue actually for the first year of being open, considering that I was a solopreneur. And so, um, but one of my gifts and one of the things I've always wanted is, or not always wanted, but always want to do and manage to get myself into is I love leading people. I love leading, leading a team. And here I am all by myself, you know, as a, as a solopreneur, Hmm. I mean, solo is in the word of what I was doing. (laughs) And so I wanted to get out of that mode. I wanted to hire some, you know, some help. And so, but I knew I couldn't do it until I, you know, could figure out how to make enough money to make it work and that it was going to be consistent. And so anyway, I solved that, that problem and I saw what it was I needed to do. And, um, I hired a couple employees and just got on this trajectory of starting to really grow and continued to do very well. So in 2013, I was pregnant again and had a baby, um, little boy is, um, he's now two and two weeks postpartum, a guy approached me and said, hey, I think I would be a really good fit for your team. I'd like to come work for you. But his salary requirements were a lot bigger than what I really could afford. And I knew that. But I was also postpartum and I wasn't doing as much marketing, which I also was worried about because, you know, I, I, I didn't have the money, but I didn't have the, you know, the, the production either, but I needed help. And that was one of the things he was going to do. So anyway, needless to say, the net of it is that by November, I was totally out of money. Oh. I mean, like totally out of money. I mean, I had hundreds of dollars left in my bank account. And I have this very strong principle that I will not borrow money at all unless I absolutely know I can pay it back. But John, I didn't even have any clients. I mean, it wasn't just like a cash flow crunch. I mean, it was like no cash, right? And I just laid on the floor and like, you know, any decent entrepreneur, I bawled like a baby, (laughs) right? (laughs) In the fetal position, (laughs) And so, I mean, I just, I, and I suddenly had a staff of six people that I was having to think about laying off because I did not have any cash and I didn't even have prospects coming in and it was heartbreaking. And I mean, I just dwelled on it for so day, so many days. It's like embedded in my cells now. It was pretty, pretty icky. Let's kind of talk about this for a second, not, you know, to continue to, to hover here at this difficult time, but just to identify what went wrong? I mean, what went wrong from that point? And like looking back and wanting for you to share with Fire Nation, you know, how they could avoid potentially going through this. Because I mean, we all have these moments in our lives where we're stepping back from the business and we're putting more on other people. What do you want to share with our listeners? There are two things that have happened in my life that I could never have appreciated until I've gone through it. And one is having children. It truly is an amazing, incredible experience that everybody says it rocks your life and you go, eh, yeah, whatever. But then when you have them, you're like, wow, this is rocking my life. (laughs) (laughs) And then the second thing that I could never appreciate until I had to go through it is making payroll. You know, you talk about how important cash is and cash flow in a business, but it is truly a remarkable experience to get to a point of really getting your arms around your cash flow, your projections, your your pro forma, essentially, and then when you are going to hit those cash flow crunches. And I knew as I had my son in June that I was going to go through a bit of a cash flow crunch because I had projected it out. But because I also brought on this employee who ended up ultimately not producing anything, I, you know, just drained the bank account too quickly. So I think the big lesson is this, is that you're going to go through it. I mean, 
I think right around the same time, I saw a 60 Minutes interview with Elon Musk, you know, the SpaceX um, Tesla guy, and he was talking about cash flow crunches. And I thought, holy cow, if <laughs> Elon Musk is going to go through this, of course, Kendra Prospero is. <laughs> and so, um, so yeah, I mean, I think you just have to embrace it and sort of figure out how to weather the storm. And so that was my big lesson. The aha moment through this for me, if I can just kind of share that a little bit. Yeah, please do. Was, was that I was dwelling so much on the fact that I was going to have to do these layoffs and I was going to have to let people go that I couldn't think about any other solutions. And so when I finally made the decision that I was going to just have to lay off my staff and I just let it go, my brain freed up to actually start thinking about other things. I was spending so much of my time and effort just dwelling on this negative thing that I couldn't come up with a solution. And believe it or not, John, the next day I closed a huge contract. Wow. And so it was enough, you know, it was enough of a contract that was, I could weather the storm for a few months and I had enough faith in myself that I could, I borrowed money then. I borrowed some money from friends and family, you know, did that typical bootstrapping activity. And so, but I mean, I knew that I was going to be able to pay them back. And so I made it through and I didn't have to lay anybody off. So there was a really good side to the story. Fire Nation, I really hope you're just understanding what this aha moment is. You hear me talk all the time on the show about focus, about following one course until success, not all these little courses that are going to distract you. And number two, KISS, keep it super simple because Kendra had all these things going on. She didn't have the mind space, the head space to actually do what she needed to do, which was you know prospecting, bringing in clients, generating revenue so she could make that payroll Focus and Kiss Fire Nation. Keep those acronyms near and dear to your heart. And Kendra, what's your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? My biggest weakness? Um, I think I question myself too much. Um, I mean, I, I know I know deep in my soul that what I'm doing now is what I'm destined to do. You know, I have for my entire life known that this, that I want to transform the way people think about work and the way that they think about themselves with work. But yet I still sometimes will wake up and be like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I think I just question myself too much. Yeah, but at the same time, it's called being a human being that will never go away. Kendra, what's your biggest strength? Well, I think my biggest strength is I believe in people. Um, I have worked with, between my IBM experience and now working with Turning the Corner, I think... I've worked with just thousands of people and, and I, I have never met somebody that I didn't believe in. I just can, you give me 10 minutes of your time and I can just see your strengths. And I believe that we are, we are all here in that we all have a gift to give this world. And so I just believe that everybody is perfect the way that they are. They just may not be, you know, perfect for a job. And so our job may not be perfect for them. And um, so I think that's one of my biggest strengths because I've built a great team around me. Um, I think, you know, embracing what your strengths are and not focusing on what your weaknesses are gives you a chance to be really human. And so, you know, I will very openly tell my team, I am not great with detail. Everybody knows I'm not great with detail. Nobody dwells on it and nobody criticizes me for it. They just work with me. So everyone on my staff are great with detail because they know I'm not good at it. (laughs) (laughs) And so it just makes it a lot easier in that we're able to really embrace our strengths and then also, you know, embrace our weaknesses, which nobody's really doing right now. Do you believe in Fire Nation? Of course I do. That's why I'm here. Can you tell us? I believe in you. I believe that whatever you are struggling with right now 
is something that you can overcome with the right help. So get that help for sure, because sometimes you just need to be pointed in the right direction. And I think Fire Nation is an amazing way to just continue to get that help on a daily basis. Oh, I just got goosebumps. I mean, I could feel just the genuineness and the honesty in your voice, Kendra. I mean, it's just this is an example of Fire Nation of someone who cares so much about what she does and she's found what she's hardwired to do. Kendra, what's the one thing that you are most fired up about right now? So I was able to be a keynote speaker this last March or May at um, one of our events here in Colorado. And what was amazing about it is that I was in front of about, I don't know, 450 to 500 um, business owners here in the area. And we got a lot of business out of it. And um, we have been able to really start transforming the way people think about their work. And so I'm really fired up right now about the impact we're having on other CEOs and managers who are seeing and hearing what we're talking about in terms of people, you know, getting people doing what they are meant to do, getting them what they need from a job, and then making sure that their lifestyle is being met as well. And so um, I'm just, I'm so excited because I think it's going to be through the CEOs that we're going to be able to make a bigger impact. You know, working one-on-one with people is another thing we love to do and we're really good at, but to be able to impact an entire department is going to, you know, get that momentum to really starting to transform the way people think about work. Fire Nation, we're going to continue to get you hardwired in the lightning round, but first, let's thank our sponsors. Communication and relationship building is everything in business, but if you're looking for ways to save yourself time, money, and hassle, then stop traveling to in-person meetings. Still meet with your clients and coworkers, but just do it online instead. My recommendation, Citrix GoToMeeting, because it's a smarter way to meet. GoToMeeting makes it easy to meet with your team whenever you need to, wherever you are, because with GoToMeeting, you can be from any computer, tablet, or smartphone without travel expenses, hassle, or traffic. Plus, you can still have that face-to-face interaction. Just turn on your webcam and with GoToMeeting's HD quality, it's like being in the same room. I want you to sign up for GoToMeeting today. Try it free for 30 days. Nothing to lose. Visit GoToMeeting.com and click the Try It Free button. Do it now and have your first meeting up and running in minutes. That's GoToMeeting.com for your free 30-day trial. You're an entrepreneur. It's who you are and your business is on the rise. But sometimes it doesn't feel that way when banks make you jump through hoops to get the funding you need to grow. Funding Circle feels your pain and they're here to offer you a better financing experience. With Funding Circle's fast, affordable business loans of up to $500,000, you can grow on your terms. Want to buy inventory, ramp up marketing, or expand your business to a new location? Your Funding Circle account manager has you covered. You can apply online in under 10 minutes and get funded in under 10 days. It's that simple. Check your eligibility for a Funding Circle loan in less than 60 seconds. Visit fundingcircle.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE for $250 off your loan origination fee. Funding Circle has already lent over $1.5 billion to business owners just like you. Visit fundingcircle.com slash fire. Funding Circle, fast, affordable, small business loans. Kendra, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? Yes, I am. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Probably the vision, just not really seeing what it was that I could do to really make a difference. What is the best advice you've ever received? I think the best advice was that letting go of that one thing that you're 
being my myop- myopic about, you know, when I was so focused on laying people off and then I finally just decided that I was going to do it, it freed my brain up. You have to remember your brain can really only do one thing at a time. So you got to let go of whatever that is that might be consuming your brain so you can actually think about other things. No such thing as multitasking, Fire no. Nation. One thing at a time. What's a personal habit, Kendra, that contributes to your success? I embrace my weaknesses. I am not great at detail, like I said, and I'm also totally not afraid to admit it. Um, So I think that's my one thing is that I just own it. I own my weaknesses. And one of the things luckily I'm good at is I'm good at delegating. (laughs) So (laughs) where I'm not good, I just delegate it out. (laughs) Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Um, I don't know if it's so much of an internet resource, but one thing that's completely transformed my schedule was um, is Appointment Core. I don't know if that's kind of where you're, where you're, yeah, that totally. qualifies, but appointment core is a nice system where you can kind of integrate it in with your calendar or, and then you can send a link to anybody who wants to, to get together with you. And then they can figure out what fits on their calendar with yours, but it's just very seamless in terms of its integration. It's extremely affordable and they just do a really good job. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? Probably my most recent favorite book is Traction by, um, Gino Wickman. Um, And it's just a great book for kind of getting out of that mode of feeling like you have to do everything in your business, but you actually kind of get in the mode of running your business. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio, so I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. Kendra, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I think I'm a problem solver. You know, like I said, when I couldn't, you know, the recruiting industry seemed like it was all messed up. And so probably what I would do is um, just start meeting with people. And I have this knack for kind of bringing out their problems. And so um, I'd probably start talking to them about things that they're not liking in their situation and their life. And I see start seeing patterns. And then I think I'm also, well, you kind of have to be as an entrepreneur, I'm pretty good at sales. And so I know I'd probably, you know, sell them on some kind of a solution to their problem. And then, um, I probably spend the 500 bucks hiring someone to help me get it done. (laughs) (laughs) Fire Nation, it's all about the relationships, connecting with the right people. And Kendra, I want to end on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you and then we'll say goodbye. The best way is go to turningthecornerllc.com. And a parting piece of guidance. You can weather this storm. If you are going to start a business or you're running a business, there will be tough days. But when you have that right vision for what you want to do and you're doing what you're meant to do, you will get through it. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with KP and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Kendra in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. And Kendra, Thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. 
Are you ready to rock your own webinar? Visit thewebinarcourse.com to sign up for our free 10-day course and learn how to create and present webinars that convert. That's thewebinarcourse.com. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.